Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Today, I wanna talk about the lame excuses that you have in your head about mm, why you're not leaving your job. And I say they're lame because I've had some of these exact same excuses in my life. But these are ones that I hear over and over and over again from clients um, in my community, in my free group. I have a free community on Facebook if you'd like to be a part of it. I am going to link it up in the show notes. Um, It's the Successful Job Seeker, and I would love for you to be a part of it. But I want you to hear these And no, you're not alone if these are things that you have said to yourself, if this is something you've told a friend, um, it's totally normal. It's either something I have felt or people in my community have said to me. And I have about uh, 1,700 people in this community and they are all saying these things. So it's completely normal. The first one I wanted to tell you about, oh my goodness, I felt this one is... I felt bad leaving people that I enjoyed working with, like they would be mad at me for leaving. (laughs) Is that not funny? It's funny because I have felt the same way. I can't leave behind Sarah. I loved working with her and I don't want her to think that I don't like working with her. Okay, where you work is a job. The people that you work with, you are allowed to take with you. Meaning those friendships, those relationships, you carry those through. They stay with you. Meet those people for dinner. Have lunch with them. Have them over to your house for a football game or something. Just because you are leaving a role that no longer serves you does not mean that you are leaving the people in that role behind. So please know, and I have felt this way too, that I was somehow in leaving that place, it felt like I was leaving the people, but you're not, you have the opportunity to continue to have a relationship and care about these very people. Now, this one sounds and feels familiar as well. The thing that this person said, and I'm reading actual things that people say to me, that maybe this is the way it's supposed to be. At least I have a job and making money, even if I'm unhappy. Oh my gosh, this makes me want to die reading this. I I want to die for this person. Because haven't we all said that at some time in our life? Like, I guess this is it, you know? I guess this is all there is. And happiness really shouldn't be on my list because I'm making money. And gosh, I'm so happy I'm not homeless or living in my car. I should be so grateful. That's something I hear a lot too. You should feel grateful that you have a job. Yeah, but not if it's something you hate. If you hate that, then happiness really does matter. Because if you're not happy, it eats away at everything else in your life. It starts to eat away and erode friendships, 
your marriage, your relationship with your children, and your own self-worth. So I don't care if you're being paid a million dollars a year. If it's something that's sucking out your soul, it is not the right place for you. And I'm all about being grateful for health and security and all those things. But I think you should honor your happiness and security follows that. And I can tell you that from personal experience. I have left jobs that seemed secure at the time for things that seemed less secure. And I will tell you on the other end, I make my own security. I decide what security is. And I'm a hell of a lot more secure making my own path. So do not let that be what's, what holds you back. Uh, this might be as good as it gets. That's another one. You know, I, oh, I hate that. I hate that when people say that. Um, mm, here's another good one. I keep finding myself thinking that I am incompetent and I wouldn't make it in another role. Also, there's a position that is expected to open on another team this year and I really want it. But what if I'm not competent? Oh my goodness. We all say that, right? I think there are times when we say that. What if I'm not competent at something else? What if I'm a one-trick pony? I used to have this um, thing that I would say to myself, what if I'm George Costanza? <laughs> and I'm laughing because there's this old Seinfeld episode where George Costanza would say one great thing in a meeting. And if he said anything else, it was terrible. And so he found that if he said the one thing and then had to run to another meeting, left, he got promoted, like all these other things were happening. My biggest fear is that was me. What if I have one good idea and one good thought and that's it? And there's no more. That's not true. Guys, it's not true. You are not a one-trick pony. And your brain is designed to keep you safe. And right now that brain is saying, do what you know. You know, the devil you know is better than the one you don't. If you go over to this other thing, you're not going to be good at it. You could die. That's what our brains literally are saying. Because that's what it thinks. It's a lizard brain. You're not going to die in the new job. I promise you. In fact, you're going to grow. And if you're a little bit frustrated at the beginning, that's good. That's called learning. And that is where magic happens. Change happens. All the things in the world happen, and it's just such a beautiful thing when it occurs. And I want you to know that it is important that you grow and that you learn. And you are not incompetent. In fact, if you stay where you are, what's going to happen is that you're going to stagnate. If you've ever seen stagnant water, it's super gross. It's like things floating in it, like bacteria and everything. It's so gross. That's what happens to your skills. That's what happens to your confidence. It all stagnates. And when that happens, you get left behind. So don't get left behind. Take the new role. Fail forward, if you will. Even though I hate the term failing. This one, I want to go back to my old, old career. I'm doing a version of it now, but I'm not there yet. Okay, so I hear this a lot too. Man, I made a wrong turn, so I've got to go back to that thing I did 10 years ago because I was real good at that thing I did 10 years ago. Were you? Were you really good or was life different? Did you have a different boss? 
Did you work in a different environment where learning and creativity was fostered? Was it truly what you were doing or was it the environment you were doing it in? Because my guess is it was really the environment you were doing it in. Because I know if I have made a mistake in an environment that really values learning and growing, then they're going to be like, oh, you screwed up on the thing, but what a great lesson to learn moving on going forward. Whereas an environment that's not like that is like, you ruined this. And then you're scared to do anything different. And so all you do is look back on positions, roles that you had where you were able to do those things and grow. And it seems like what you were doing in the past was better when really it was the environment you were doing it in. So in my last role, I was in a really vulnerable position and didn't want to to realize how vulnerable and didn't want to realize how much the drive for status rather than the drive for happiness was really dictating my life choices. Oh my gosh, I love this one. I have fought for this. I have fought for status, for the role, for the title. And you know what's crazy? When you get that title, nothing changes. You're still you, living in your life, doing your thing, maybe with a little more money in your pocket, but even a little bit, let's say you get a $500, well, I say $500, $5,000 raise. That's less than $500 a month over a year. And then when you take taxes out, ooh, it's really not much at all. So what really do you have? I love this because this person realized they were they were really worried about status more than their happiness and fulfillment. And, oh, I have been there. I have been there. I have told people when I first left, when I first left my corporate job, I was uh, a director of planning and procurement at my last role. And for a good six months, when people would say, what do you do for a living? I would say, I used to be (laughs) director of planning and procurement because I was so insecure about the fact that I was making no money figuring out this life coaching, career coaching thing, and nobody would take me seriously. So let me lean on this title that's actually completely unfulfilling and sucked my soul out for a good year or two before I left that job. What? (laughs) But it's so common for us to really embrace that. I got to have that title. I want you to know as well, when you are looking for roles, I don't necessarily want you to look at titles. I want you to look at responsibilities because titles can be misleading. At every bank, everyone's a vice president. I think the janitor's a vice president at a bank. Whereas at some organizations, there is like one vice president or two in a company of, you know, 100 people. So really be careful about the status thing. Look at what the role entails because the fulfillment of it is going to matter so much more. And guess what? When you're fulfilled, you're real excited about it. And when you bring joy to work, you bring creativity. When you bring creativity, new ideas, you're going to get promoted. You just will. So I hope some of these that are literally from people in my community right now, these are things that are holding people back from applying to jobs. If any of these resonate with you, please know you're not alone. 
And also know you are at any time welcome to join my program, Market Me, where we actually get through the limiting beliefs first, then we work through your resume and your LinkedIn profile and your interviewing skills, and we negotiate for what you're worth. Because when you're looking for a role, it's about the whole package. And I wanna make sure you're fully ready with this program. So if you'd like to dive in, in the show notes, you can go to the waitlist, sign up for the waitlist, and join the next class. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.